Hello, 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 and welcome to the Journey of Marriage. So, um, so today's episode, we're going to be doing something special. We are going to actually uh, answer one of the questions that we have submitted in our form. So, if you didn't know, um, we have a form. If you go to journeytomarriage.com/ask. Uh, where you could ask literally any question that you may have around relationships and dating um, for a chance for it to be featured on our podcast episode. And this is one of those questions. So uh, this this question that we got from uh, one of our really um, awesome listeners is this uh, this challenge of like, should I should I continue my engagement or should I break it off? Uh, because right now, some context, she is engaged and she's about to prepare for marriage. I mean, she's, pre- she's preparing for marriage. However, she's starting to see things and characteristics and all these different things that might not align with what she was expecting and what she wanted to see in a in a uh, future husband. So um, she's trying to figure out, like, should I continue this? Um, so I wanted to share some really good advice and some tips and some things that you should really consider and think about before breaking off an engagement or even before breaking off a a, a dating relationship, a courtship. So um, hopefully you get some some value from uh, our answer. And if you have any question that you might have that's related to dating, relationships, um, we'd be happy to answer them on our podcast uh, for you to submit your question, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask, A-S-K, uh, for you to submit your question and for a chance for it to be featured on one of our episodes just like this. So with that being said, let's go ahead and dive right in. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship so that you can say yes to God's call to marriage with confidence and live out your vocation with excellence. Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Filino. We'll help you transform your relationship and become the holy couple God is calling you to be so that you can discern and answer God's call to marriage with more clarity, confidence, and peace. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get started. The other question that we got is another one from our community. Okay, this is an anonymous question. And uh, what it says here is, can you move ahead to marry someone when you don't see up to 60% of the qualities that you desire? That is the question. Can you move ahead to marry somebody when you don't see up to 60% of the qualities that you desire? And this is a great question because we hear this a lot in our community, like um, where they're like, and we hear it prominently through women. Women ask this question a lot like, oh, you know, my man doesn't hit these qualities or um, doesn't like check the box in this list that I have for who I would want in in a spouse. Um, so we hear this question a lot, um, but here is my answer to you. Like, simply, can you move ahead to marry someone when you don't see up to 60% of the qualities you desire? Well, yes, 100% you can. And I think the big challenge here that we see a lot of Catholics facing while discerning 
uh, a partner to marry for their lifetime is that they they tend to create these very high expectations and standards um, for the person that they want to spend the rest of their life with. I guess simply simply put, they kind of see, start to see their partner as more of like a checklist, okay? And this is a big pitfall. If you see your partner as a checklist and the fact that, hey, I'm going to marry this person if they meet this criteria and this criteria and this criteria and this criteria, um, the reality is many people will not hit all of your criterias. And if you're trying to look for a perfect partner, you might end up being single for the rest of your life. And I say that not to judge, but to say that out of love. Um, because it's not about finding the perfect partner when you're trying to find, when you're trying to get married. It's about how can I love somebody so perfectly just as Christ has loved me? Because the reality is me, I'm imperfect. I have sins. I have bad habits. I have characteristics and things that, that are not enjoyable to certain people. But guess what? Christ loves me unconditionally and will pursue me unconditionally and that's the same thing that we see with successful couples uh, that we we mentor and we coach we see that many couples that are very successful in their relationship that experience so much more joy and intimacy like they have opposite characteristics or interests from one another um, many of the couples that we know that we mentor personally and that we just know in our circle. They have different different habits, different conflicting um, like ha like characteristics and stuff like that. However, the successful couples that we started to see that are in these types of situations that are opposites know like have learned how to love their partner through their differences. They've learned how to have gratitude and appreciation for how God has made them uniquely special and although they're not just like them they're okay with that and they would still lay down their life and sacrifice and serve this person even if they're not meeting all the specific list criteria that they might have intention like maybe initially when trying to find the spouse see instead it, and I, I want to answer this question and maybe give you some some coaching here as to what to instead look for instead like instead of like the traits and the qualities and the characteristics and the habits the perfect criteria of what you should look for in a man I think what's most important um, aside from that is number one making sure your values aligned like do you guys have the same or similar values um, and, and what makes you you what makes you like how you behave how you speak how you treat other people like are you both do you like do you both have your faith your Catholic faith a priority is that a value to the both of you do you do you both value family and is that something important to the both of you like I think it's important to understand like who, like what makes you, you? What are the things that you value the most in your life? And like, think about your partner. Think about what they value the most in their life. 
And if there's not an alignment there, then maybe this might not be a good fit for you, right? When you're thinking, when you're thinking about marrying this person, if your values are not aligned, maybe that they're, that's not a good fit. And I say that maybe, right? But this is a, this is a, this is more significant to think about versus a trait or a quality. Um, because your values, these are the things that really drive your decision making, your, like how you treat each other, um, what you stand for. And if you guys are in alignment with your values, then you guys are definitely moving in the, in the same direction, right? Sometimes we see, like you'll see couples where, you know, one person values work more than family. Like family is not a value to them, but then the other partner, they value family. And guess what? You have this person in the marriage, they are just being workaholics and they, they feel like their, their value is found in work and achievement and success. But then this other person is like, they find their value in family and in their faith and all these things. And that's that's really challenging because if they're not because usually with your values those typically don't change that's just who you are that's what you that's important to you um and you can't really change you can't really like change your values in, in a way um of course you can if you, if you have that if you have leverage um and you you really want to commit to change your, your values but who you are your values it really makes up who you are what you stand for so number one figuring out if your values align. Um, number two is like, I think it's important to figure out like, is your relationship um, really grounded in Jesus Christ? Like, is your relationship currently, because I know right now you're not married right now, is this relationship like found it, like, like is Jesus Christ in the center of your relationship? Is holiness a priority in your relationship? Because if not, if one of you are like, you know what, I'm all for Jesus, I wanna grow in holiness and virtue, and then the other person's like, you know what, that's not really a thing of mine, I don't really care too much about it, like that's that's cool for you. Like if you want a Christ-centered marriage that thrives, a holy marriage, you've gotta have a relationship that's centered in Christ. If that's something important to you, a val like another, that's another value, right, your faith, if that's important to you in your marriage, if your relationship is not yet centered in Christ right now, you can't expect that to change um, in your marriage. Of course, you hear those stories where there's conversion stories where you know they're they weren't a believer and then they they became a believer in marriage, and that happens. But that is again that is very small. <laughs> Like you hear those stories, but that's not the vast majority of what's happening um, to many couples. Um, those are like the outliers. And ultimately those conversions happen in marriage because one person chooses to love that person unconditionally, right? They're not, oh, you need to have this criteria and this quality, this characteristic in order for me to love you unconditionally. They're like, no, I'm gonna love you the way Christ loves me, the way that Christ loves you. And then through that love that they share in that marriage, like conversions happen where they're like, wow, like I have never been loved unconditionally like this before. Like, and them being open to the faith and converting into Catholicism, Christianity and stuff like that. So, uh, but again, that's one thing that you should really think about before getting married to that person. Like, is your relationship centered in Christ? If that's important to you in marriage, like 
Think about, is that a priority right now? Hey there, Rafi jumping in real quick. Are you a young adult Catholic and want to know the secrets to discerning and preparing for a marriage that lasts a lifetime? If so, we'd like to give you a free gift. Before Sarah and I met and got together, we both experienced our fair share of being in toxic relationships for years, struggling with things like falling in chastity, miscommunication, and always getting into heated arguments. But by the grace of God, finding the right mentors and surrounding ourselves with the right community, we were able to heal from the past, break these unhealthy habits, and learn more positive ways to live out our relationship. We created this free resource called A Simple Guide to Discerning and Preparing for a Holy and Thriving Marriage to reveal some of these secrets that have transformed our relationship as well as the relationships of Catholics we've mentored on their journey to marriage. Go to journeytomarriage.com gift to grab this free gift now. See, this free guide answers the biggest questions we hear from young adult Catholics discerning and preparing for marriage, sharing practical tips that you can easily implement today and produce incredible results for your relationship. So if you are a young adult Catholic that's tired of struggling to figure out this whole journey to marriage alone, I would like to instead navigate this journey with more confidence, clarity, and peace. Then... Go to journeytomarriage.com slash gift to grab your free gift now. All right, let's go back in today's episode. And then number three, I think the question that you should really think about is like, would you, would you be joyful to love and to lay down your life for this specific person for the rest of your life? Like, would you be joyful to lay down your life, to sacrifice and love this person for the rest of your life? And not only that for you, but do you see that from your partner? Does he do things that he he sacrifices for you? It might not be perfect to your expectations or any of these criterias, but is he showing effort in wanting to sacrifice for you? in wanting to serve you, in wanting to lay down his life for you. Like, and would you, like, is he finding joy in that? And are you finding joy in doing that? Not just right now in your relationship, but for the rest of your life. If you can answer yes to that, then maybe that is the one. Maybe, maybe that's the one you want to take those next steps with. So again, I share with you these three things um, to really think about aside from, thinking about like 60% of the qualities and characteristics of this list that you might have because um, I think before calling off a relationship or an engagement, it's, imp- it's, it's prudent to think about those three other things. Like are our, do our values align? Are, is our relationship centered in Christ? And would we both be joyful enough to love and serve each other sacrificially for the rest of our life? Uh, because those are those things actually matter more than like the characteristics and habits. Because th- there, there are things that like you could love you could love somebody through differences of characteristics and habits. All right. So caveat here. I want to share another caveat. If there is a habit or a ca- a characteristic that like 
that concerns you, let's just say you say yes to those three things. Like our values align, we're, our relationship centered in Christ. Like, and yes, we would find so much joy loving and serving each other for the rest of our life. Like this is like, this would be amazing to like an honor. And you feel that peace, you feel that joy in answering those three questions. Let's just say there's still habits and characteristics that concern you. I think in what's most important before calling off the relationship, communicate this before calling it off communicate communicate to your partner directly with grace about how their specific characteristics or habits um upset you or concern you right we can't expect our partners to be mind readers because uh that's not the case especially for us men like we don't know exactly like what 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 you might be thinking of us or if we're not meeting your needs unless you actually give us some feedback so if you haven't communicated about these habits or characteristics that you feel like they're not meeting or they don't have and if they're um they're actually concerning you they're frustrating you i think it's important first and foremost to actually communicate that um and and just kind of share your concerns um so that they know because they don't some people might just not know um to and they won't change one one example is um, with me and Sarah. There are like our 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 values align. Like we answer those three questions. However, there there was things and ha there's like habits and things that Sarah was working through before we got married um, that I was very concerned about. Uh, and we kind of are very open about this. Number one is she struggled with setting boundaries with her mom. Um, and that concerned me because it would kind of interfere with our relationship. And and number two, she drank a lot of alcohol <laughs> during our courtship and our friendship. Um, just like and that was a habit that they that she built in her college years. Um, but instead of calling off the relationship because she has these two criteria that you know I might not like to see no see in a future in a spouse i talked to her about it i shared my concern and from that she didn't know that these were concerns she didn't she wasn't aware that these were actually challenges um, in the relationship but after i communicated it she was even more open to changing those things and throughout our courtship she was working on creating moderation and how she um enjoyed alcohol as well as her boundaries with her mom she started communicating and and really um setting those boundaries with her mom with with us right i started to feel like she was really standing up for us and our relationship and this was really powerful and and that wouldn't have happened if i wouldn't have communicated my concerns with them so i think that's important like if you have those habits and characteristics that concern or frustrate you um, com communicate that to your partner and then if they hear your concerns and they still decide to be themselves and not change after you expressing your concerns which I'm gonna share with you right now which happens to most people right because you can't just you can't change a lot of people through telling them what to do through demanding them to change you can't um, unfortunately, and that's what God gives us, right? He gives us the free will. And sometimes our partner may have the free will and you be like, you know what, this is me and I'm not gonna change even, like I hear your concerns, I hear it frustrates you, but that's just who I am. And if that's, 
their answer and they decide not to change the things that concern you or frustrate you, you that's where you've got to really seriously take discern if that's something that you would be willing to love them through for the rest of your life. Is that is that going to be just like one of those things like, you know what? I'm going to still lay down my life and love this person through those little imperfections. And that's okay because I know um, like it's not a, it's not realistic to to um, have these expectations of perfection on my partner, right? So if they decide not to change, like you've got to have that conversation, like am I still willing to lay down my life to love and to sacrifice and to serve this person for the rest of my life even if they don't change in these specific things? Uh, that's something that you've got to answer for yourselves. But already, bottom line, think about not qualities, think about those three things that I just talked about because it's never, it's not about finding the perfect partner because if you're looking for perfection, You'll never find that because in marriage, you're going to start to see the imperfections. You're going to start to see the things that you might not have seen throughout your courtship or engagement, um, but it's going to be more amplified because you're seeing each other every single day. But even with these imperfections, you and I have a call to love perfectly. We are all called to love as Christ has loved us. Um, that despite the sins that we, we experience, despite falling short in life, we are called to love each other through that. Um, so, so it's that responsibility that we've got to take that, you know, our partner doesn't have to be perfect, but we are responsible for loving people perfectly, um, loving people unconditionally, loving people as Christ has loved us through our imperfections and sins. So hopefully that answers your question. Um, and yeah, so, uh, thank you so much for, for watching this Q and a session. If you have any other questions for the future Q and a session, uh, make sure you submit your questions in the, in the Google form. Um, and we'd be glad to answer that in our future Q and a session. With that being said, let's go ahead and end in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Saints Louis and Zelie, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Marriage podcast. Let us know your thoughts about this episode by sending us a DM on Instagram at Journey to Marriage. Also, do you have a burning question about relationships and marriage that you'd want for us to answer in a future podcast episode? If so, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your burning questions to us for a chance to get it answered in a future episode. Again, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your question now.